that, ladies and gentlemen, is Spark Again by Aimer. Mm-hmm. Milo, stop, please. <laughs> I was trying to get in. You're like, no, it's not now. I know. <laughs> All right. So, hey, everyone. We are back again with episode... Well, not back again. We're back again with another episode. <laughs> We're now back another episode. <laughs> and that is episode 11. Yes. Yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed the last episode, especially oh the God. third part. I really want to apologize again. <laughs> but making that ep- that part of the episode i was dying like every time I bet. like every time i put in like a like a background music mm-hmm. in oh my gosh i was dying yeah i think i like i told you i think i repeated the uh after the after the screamo part where i was like oh dude i, I can't i can't and then it's just like pure silence and then just the nah, right <laughs> dude, i think i played that back like so many times we're so definitely going to make it like part of our sound we're going to make a future soundboard mm-hmm. and just have that like randomly so somewhere good. it's gonna be great uh, but finding the the background music and the sound effects, that took a long time. Yeah, it was so well done, though. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I really felt like I was in a shoujo manga. Right. I I think I picked the the appropriate background music for each scenario. It was good. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like it set the tone for like what was coming. Mm-hmm. And then my fa- like my favorites were the the reaction to it. Mm-hmm. So like the uh, the eh 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 eh. That one, and then the the one with the um, the like the Metal Gear like alert sound, oh, the ring? Mm-hmm. and then the Nani, <laughs> so good. Like I know that one's memed, mm-hmm. which isn't the real one, but that was so, so good. So good. As soon as I, I mean, that was easy to find, but the other ones were like yeah, pretty difficult to I find. Bet. Like I would scour using specific words mm-hmm. on how to find like different anime soundboards, and it was only like a a couple of good places that had some. Yeah, but. I mean, we're definitely going to revisit and have our own soundboard. Hopefully next time I'll have to make it, so. Oh, excuse me. But yeah, I mean, Ivan's here again, and he's he was actually originally here today because he... I flew in a biplane today. He did, and it was like a plane from like the 1930s. Yeah, so it's like an old uh, World War II plane, a World War II Army biplane. And uh, yeah, so I got to I got to go up and do that, and it was, that was really fun. And it was it was really great to you know have the whole fam out there mm-hmm. to like see that because you said it earlier like this is the first time like you actually saw me like in your element, in a, yeah, in my element, mm-hmm. like flying a plane. For sure. I mean, granted, you didn't see me like all the way out, like three miles out, but yeah. to see me like sitting in a plane and mm-hmm. doing that, yeah, it was really cool. And it's funny because back in the day, Ivan used to swim a lot. Like, you used to be... I was... Yeah. I was... Like, you were very dedicated to swimming. I was very dedicated to swimming all the way through high school. And then, obviously, after high school, you're not obligated to mm-hmm. do that anymore. Especially if, like, you're not doing it collegiately. Yeah, so, right. Like, you had no plans to do it collegiately? I thought about it, but... I don't know. I guess... It kind of just, like, fell off? Yeah. Yeah. Is it, is it one of those, like, you kind of did it because <laughs> your parents wanted you to do it? I think at first it was kind of like that, but then I just kind of like started enjoying it for myself. Mm-hmm. But then you realized you didn't want to take it to that level. I don't know if it's like if I didn't want to, more or less that I feel like it's kind of hard to get into that. Yeah, it's not like it's very competitive. It's not like football where you get scouted. Everybody gets scouted for football. Everybody gets scouted for basketball. Everybody gets scouted for baseball. Nobody scouts really so much for like swimming. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, Michael Phelps kind of mm-hmm. deal. Like that's once in yeah a lifetime. It's like you just have to be good, and then you just go. And even then, when you're good, you have to be better than the other people mm-hmm. that you're in the team with or competing yeah. with, which is really hard. I mean, it's a solo. You know, it's like when you're in high school, and and you know, maybe like even in college, it's like it's a t- a team sport, quote unquote, team sport. But more or less, it's really individual. Definitely, because you're the only one. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless you're doing like the relay races, but other than that, it's ninety-five percent of it is solo. Yeah, and I feel like being scouted, let's say for the Olympics, it's all based on indiv- individual. Yeah, times. Times. Yeah, yeah. So either you can, you make the time or you don't. Exactly. Yeah. I watching Dominic swimming too. I was like, man, this is. It's competitive, in a whole different sense, mm-hmm. right? Because, like you said, baseball, football, basketball, even the individual talent does matter, 
but it has to mesh well with the team. Right. Like, you could be a superstar, but be completely butt at yeah. playing with other people, mm-hmm. and your team's never going to win. Exactly. Like, it can't be all on you. Swimming, for the most part, is very individual, yeah. like you said. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was funny, because we were watching you fly. In the back of my mind, I was like, we used to call Ivan Aquaman, mm-hmm. and we are like, he is now Superman. <laughs> yeah. He's flying. It's like is... completely different spectrums, right? Like <laughs> you from went water from sea to, to air. air. <laughs> but no, it was really awesome to watch. Because, like you said, we had never seen you in that element before. You talk about it all the time, but seeing it yeah. in person was awesome. It was so much fun. And we, I was kind of sketched out by the plane because I knew it was super old. But what you were saying was so smooth. Like I kind of believe it. it's, it's a tried and true mm-hmm. machine. Yeah. You know? That thing survived the World War II. <laughs> right, yeah. And just the way that it was made, like we were talking about in the car, you went from, I don't know how to explain the planes that are like the charter planes or the, like the small jet mm-hmm. planes. That's like automatic versus manual, which yeah. is that one. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, so, like when I showed you the video that I took earlier for my GoPro, like everything in that plane, the cockpit, is steam gauges. Wow. Right? And so the stuff that we flew at school is a lot of um, electrical based. Right. And plus we had uh, like the new updated like Garmin G1000. Mm. Right? So everything's navigation. Like, yeah. So everything's like really automated and whatnot. This is like old school, like steam gauges and hand and stick, um, rudder and stick flying. Right. Yeah. It's crazy. That is nuts. It's like a whole different experience that is nuts. Uh-huh. Just, I couldn't believe like I was actually sitting in yeah that's so awesome that's so much fun. what did the instructor say when you said that you're actually a pilot oh he was like oh yeah you're a pilot yeah, um what do you have i was like oh yeah i'm, I'm commercially rated uh or commercially certified um i also have my like my instrument rating and whatnot he's like, oh yeah me too like what that's that's cool and whatnot yeah and we were just like talking talking the shit about like oh you know like um what kind of planes did you fly i was like oh yeah i only flew like you know Cessna 172s and for my for my single pilot and then i got my multi-engine doing the uh the seminal and oh yeah that's really cool and he was like telling me his background and all that stuff yeah it was just crazy dude that's awesome and when you're in your element talking to somebody else who understands Mm -hmm. it or who's in that same element it's just a different feeling yeah like somebody understands you yeah and it was really funny because he was like oh yeah when's the last time you flew and for me, I hadn't flown since I finished my last uh, check ride at school, which mm-hmm. was like five years ago. Right? Mm-hmm. He was like, "Oh yeah, it's five years ago." So then, so now we were up in the air, and we were like, when I was flying it around, he was like, "Yeah, dude, like you're flying, it, you're flying it like pretty smooth." And I was like, "Yeah, it's just like riding a bike, you mm-hmm. know." It's like once you know the basics, like no matter what plane you fly in, the systems may be a little bit different, but the general idea is always still the, the feel same. is mm-hmm. pretty much the same. Right? Yeah. That's very interesting. I was going to say, did you guys talk a lot while you were flying? Oh, yeah. Because in the videos, I mean, they were short, but you were just recording. Yeah, it's, it's, hard to, it's hard to hear because obviously it's an open canopy. Mm-hmm. So, like, wind's blowing and everything. All you hear is just the engine. You're going, like, what, like, upwards from 70 to 100? Yeah, we were between, well, we were steady cruising about 70, 80 mm-hmm. up at altitude. But mm-hmm. when he started doing the maneuvers and we were, like, diving down, yeah, we, we, we reached about, like, 110. Not so that's I'd say that's about one to one. Pretty normal, yeah. yeah. Right. I mean the plane is small. Nothing like a jumbo jet that mm-hmm. goes like six hundred. Yeah. Well, no, for that. this it's it's great because we're like diving down and then you just hear the wind like pick it's it's weird because like when you're in a closed plane, like for what I did from flight training, it just seems like okay, well, yeah, we you look at the thing, you're like, Oh, you're picking up speed. But this one It doesn't you, feel like it. Yeah, it doesn't feel like it. But this one, because you feel the air, you hear the air, you feel the air, mm-hmm. it's like like you yeah. feel it you feel like you're going fast see that's cool and it's it's funny because you said that it was very manual driven that's how i feel about automatic and manual cars mm-hmm. they both do the same thing sure yeah but the way they go about doing it yeah. is just completely it's a different, different. feel mm-hmm. yeah but that's awesome man that, that was such a treat to watch i'm glad so cool. i'm glad we were all able to be on i that. i would love for you to do it too because like mm-hmm. he he does it not just for like people who are pilots but people who aren't pilots but just want to experience like flying what it's like in, in a cold pilot. i feel like yeah that's like the purest sense of flying right mm-hmm. feeling the wind and yeah. all that stuff oh, i would definitely be down to do it i think you should do it i yeah. think it'd be so much fun. yeah shout out to your boy chris <laughs> shout out to my boy chris 
from college. Yeah. My best friend. Um, yeah, I mean, that's awesome. That's pretty much why you were here today, and we were like, eh, might as well just yes. record while you're here. And it's been about three weeks since our last recording. But since the last recording, but a week obviously since we had the last th- episode. Yeah, obviously Ish. we had the three parts out mm-hmm. anyway, so it may not seem long to you, but it's been three weeks for us. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. So, yeah, I mean, with me, uh, since then, we didn't want to talk too much about everything that we've been doing because we don't have too much time. <laughs> but I guess one highlight would be playing Genshin Impact. Mm-hmm. It's an action-adventure RPG that has a lot of... Or it's pretty much an anime uh, art style. It has a lot of waifus. <laughs> But they're all awesome characters. I'm I'm only in the beginning stage of the game, like really just delving into the deeper part of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my friends and I are playing it, but it's been really fun so far. I could definitely see myself spending money to <laughs> yeah. to to roll because it's it has a gotcha uh, aspect of the game. So you roll to get uh, better characters or different outfits and yeah, stuff like items that, and, stuff. and yeah. items. Yeah, and they give you some to start out. To get you feeling like you want to do more. Do you get like so? Like when I played uh, uh, Fate Grand Order, mm-hmm. like every so often, like after so many logins, you get like, like, uh, like a, a special. Um, like for us, we get Saint Quartz. Mm-hmm. Right? So you, you accumulate Saint Quartz, like the actual co- currency. Yeah. So mm-hmm. do you, do they have that in that? Where they you can like accumulate. See, that's free? the thing. It's so overwhelming. That I'm not 100% sure what currency does okay. what. Mm-hmm. You get these things called Prima Gems mm-hmm. that refresh certain in game currencies okay. that you need to use to unlock a treasure that you use mm-hmm. to complete a, a quest. Okay. And you could also use it to get more of these things called uh, fates, which is funny you say fates. <laughs> okay. Which are things that you use to do wishes, mm-hmm. which is the gotcha aspect. Okay. To roll for epic items for people yeah but it costs a lot to 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 replenish that fate currency i think that's what it's called i don't remember um but yeah i'm not sure if you can actually win after x amount of days that you've played i think there is mm-hmm. I, I just haven't been there yet yeah um i'm pretty sure well gotcha game doesn't do that right because that's a big incentive mm-hmm. to keep playing right yeah so yeah genshin impact it's free to play I would highly platform. recommend playing on any platform, which I just learned today. Because you said it was on I PS4. T- I see, yeah, I saw it on the PS. Yeah. Pl- uh, PS- I saw yeah. it on the PS. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is awesome. But the artwork's amazing. The voice acting is amazing. Even the English is really good. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. So I had first started out in the Japanese sub or dubbing. Mm-hmm. And when you play, they talk, characters like will randomly talk about. Like the lore in the game yeah. or like the story, but you're moving around at the same time. It's so hard stuff. to keep up and read. Yeah, it's so hard to keep up and read. After a while, I was like, ah, I'm just gonna change the English yeah. so I know what's going on. I know what you mean. Yeah, I had the same issue playing um, uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Mm-hmm. So, oh, like, okay, yeah. So I have it. I have it set to the Japanese dub mm-hmm. because I just want to make it like really authentic, like right. authentic feel. Yep. But like sometimes when you when you're doing a quest and you're like riding your horse and you're trying to get somewhere, it's so hard to look. At where you're going, and then try to read the subtitles yeah, at the yeah, same yeah. time. Mm-hmm. So maybe we should just learn Japanese fully, right? <laughs> so you don't have to read anymore. But but yeah, I'd be willing to like learn and then like you and me to like learn at the same time. So I have a lot of apps on my iPad mm-hmm. that teach. So uh, Duolingo is a good. I have one. Duolingo, and yeah, I try um, Duolingo. And I have this like hiragana. Uh, writing app that teaches you to like write all the characters i was thinking of like on amazon they have like learn japanese like booklets and stuff mm-hmm. i was thinking about getting one of those i mean i might because i i did it for a good like two three weeks to refresh myself because mm-hmm. i did japanese like 101 and 201 yeah but i mean i'd be down i'd be down yeah because i think even that even the book has come with like um the guy that does the booklet also has like YouTube videos, so you can supplement your learning from the oh, book with YouTube. Videos. Oh, that's smart. Yeah, because learning by yourself is really hard, mm-hmm. especially if no one's telling you, "Oh, that's wrong." Right. So I think it'd be sure. fun. Like I feel like I'd learn more and I'd have more fun learning it if we, we did. It. If you had like a partner doing it, mm-hmm. dude, let's do it. We should. You know, let's do it. We should. All right, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> yeah. after this. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, that's what I've been up to nice. uh, amongst, like, other games, like mm-hmm. Among Us and Phasmophobia, which is so fitting because it's, like, spooky month. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it the last two, three weeks. So, you know, speaking of games, so this is what I wanted to bring up earlier that I think you're going to probably shed a tear. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know the, uh, you remember the Sega building that we went to in Akiba? They closed. That makes me so sad. I was so sad because it brought up so many memories. Like that was the that was the that was the first place we hit up. That was the Sega store. I won my um Alolan Vulpix. Yeah, yeah. Where that girl was like so happy. Yeah. Oh my god. I remember because we went. That was that was where I got the Vulpix. That was where we played the Gundam, uh, arcade game. Yep. Like right before we left. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then I just remember like I remember carrying the Vulpix in my arms like like this. And I remember we just walking around all occupied. So like, yeah, I was so happy. <laughs> but yeah, when I saw that they closed you, I was so sad because stupid pandemic, man. Stupid pandemic. It's ridiculous. Yeah, imagine how much foot traffic they get every day. And then all of a sudden gone. I bet even just one day like set them back like so much. Which mm-hmm. is so sad. Oh, excuse me. But, man, that is so heartbreaking. I shed a tear. It makes you wonder, like, what else is going to close around that area, Mm -hmm. right? Like, all the figure stores. Like, especially the the smaller hidden ones. Mm -hmm. Like, some of the ones we found. Yeah. That were, like... Like, really hole-in-the-wall type. Like, hole-in-the-wall, back alley, gotta go up, like, five levels of stairs. Uh Uh-huh. Didn't have a lot, but had a lot of special Mm -hmm. things. Like, for, like, hardcore fans. Oh, it's so sad, man. And it's crazy to think we're already on month 10 of the year. Right? It still feels like March. <laughs> oh, you know our, our two-year Japan anniversaries in four years. I know! I, consider I the, was just thinking about that. I consider the, my Jap- Japan anniversary with you uh, the day that I got there. So oh, yeah, the for sure. Yeah, the yeah. 14th. Yeah, yeah. I'll do the same. Because that's when our adventure... Our adventure. <sighs> yeah. That was so fun. <sighs> two years. Dude, it's been two years two already? years. So crazy. Like, when time flies by, when time flew by, like, before the pandemic, it was, like, a nice, like, nostalgic thing. Mm-hmm. When time flies by in the pandemic, like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, what the heck? Just end already. <laughs> Please. Gosh. Yeah. Well... I might be going, I, I wouldn't say might, because I'm pretty sure it'll be okay by next year. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Hopefully they open the borders more. Um, but my friend and his fiance are going to have their honeymoon there, Ooh. and I was invited to go with them. Ooh. So we're thinking of wintertime, because mm-hmm. his fiance is a teacher, so she needs the break. Yeah. Or she needs to take her time off during the break. So we'll see. We're in the planning stages right now, but nice. Yeah. It's funny though. It's like they were like, "Hey, we want to have our honeymoon in Japan. Do you want to go with us?" <laughs> I was like, "Okay, should I get my own hotel? <laughs> like, should I go somewhere else and just meet you guys yeah, later? Because yeah, yeah. I don't want to like impede on yeah, your locker. Yeah. A little awkward, but I mean, I've known them for right. So. Yeah, um, yeah. He's like one of my best friends. So. But yeah, yeah. I mean, that's. Pretty much it for our intro. Mm-hmm. Let's get right into get it. Into it. And since you got our, as you guys heard in the beginning, that's Aimer. Spark again is a song. We're gonna be highlighting music again because that's something we'll never get tired of talking about, mm-hmm. and something will will probably be a reoccurring thing from now on. At least in the ending segments of each episode, where we're gonna highlight an artist or artists. Oh, we're gonna do it at the end now. I think we should. I think we should, no, I mean, like, like, find one specific artist that you maybe listen to a lot in, like, in between the last episode and the one that we're going to record. Yeah. And just, like, kind of highlight them, or the song. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Um, I mean, today's episode will just be about music in general, but I think that would be a cool thing to do every segment now, or every episode now, just somewhere. So just open up with the song, and then... And then, like, we'll get back Talk into it, it yeah. at the end. Yeah. yeah. So that'd be cool. 
But yeah, so today's topic is music. We won't, won't take too much of your time because we've already done a full mm-hmm. almost three, three hours. hours. Yeah, this one won't be another three hours. With Jacob. But I mean, we just want to highlight again the importance of music in anime, whether it's the opening or ending songs or the background music mm-hmm. and the scenes in any episode. It's like super important. I mean, it's important in a lot of like artistic uh, like movies or art- yeah. our shows or whatever. But I feel like Japan always emphasizes that. Almost first. Yeah. Right? Like the writing, the music, and then everything else will come into play. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, a big example of that recently would be the anime The Great Pretender. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about this before. Yeah. But the synopsis is this uh, guy in Japan, uh, he self-proclaims that he's the greatest con artist in Japan, or at least in Tokyo. And he tries to con this foreigner that he doesn't know who's actually also a con artist. So he cons him, but he ends up getting conned in, in return. Mm-hmm. And he tries to, like, find out who he is. Excuse me. And the guy that he cons later tells him, hey, I hear you're the best in Tokyo. I actually want to recruit you for our group. So he does that. Joins that group. And it's just a whole series of them pulling out these crazy, um, elaborate cons. Mm-hmm. And they do it only to bad people. So it's almost like a Robin Hood, okay. but they steal from the rich and keep for themselves. Yeah. But they do it to, like, they make sure the person that they're doing it to is a legit, terrible, terrible mm-hmm. person. Like a, a mob, a mobster, mob or a mob leader, yeah, mm-hmm. drug leader, or whatever. Um, but what's really cool about the anime is. The art style is amazing, but the music fits it to a T. Mm-hmm. It's all jazz. Oh, nice! It's a like it brought me back to how. <laughs> sorry, that's Milo. He's lying down in. <laughs> I know. He. Uh, it brings me back to how Cowboy Bebop, uh, ties in jazz music into their, their scenes. Yeah. I mean, just the whole anime in general. But it, it's such a beautiful, relationship with the art and the music mm-hmm. and i'm telling you it's like when you listen to the music and watch the anime it it blends in like it brings you into such a whirlwind of an experience yeah. like you almost melt into the episode when you listen to the music mm-hmm. um but yeah i mean i would highly 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 recommend the great pretender i have to look up who did the musical like score for all okay, of it yeah, yeah. but oh uh, yeah that's my highlight for I could talk about it more, but I don't want to spoil anything because I really want people, we'll especially watch you, it. to mm-hmm. watch, watch it. Because the twists mm-hmm. and turns on each con and towards the end, mm-hmm. you like would have never guessed it. Yeah, yeah. Like at all. Maybe a little bit towards the end, but you're still unsure. Mm-hmm. But once you get to the end, you're like, wow. They conned me. <laughs> I got conned. Yeah, you literally get conned like the whole <laughs> series. Like, what? Yeah. So. I think for me, um, I don't know, like, recent memory of anything that I watched that actually had really good action. The only thing I can really think of is when we came here that one time, and then we watched um, Weathering With You. Mm-hmm. And so that movie was, like, pretty much all about rain, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, just a never-ending downpour of, like, rain. Mm-hmm. And... The one that one song by um, what is it? You is it Yukiono? Yeah, that song. The one that we were like, dude, this song slaps. Like when it like, it was like slow and then it, it was, picks up. Mm-hmm, it was the part where basically he starts going up to the cloud. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and like going to and get her to get her. Yeah, that that song. So your whole point of um like the music and like plays in with like the art. Well, this one like. The music I thought played in with the story mm-hmm. because so the theme was like all, all about rain and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So when you listen to the song, you know how in the beginning it, it's like it almost sounds like raindrops. Oh right, 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 right. And I was like, dude, this is this is so genius because mm-hmm. it like it fits so perfectly with the story like mm-hmm. how it goes. And then like it starts off slow, so it's like almost like melancholic mm-hmm. feel. Yeah. Because you know how like sometimes when you think of rain, like you like you'd be like down and whatever mm-hmm. and then like the whole progression of like the scene where he he's like going after her and then he goes up in the clouds 
and it's like bright and sunny and then that's when the song like really picks up and like hypes you up mm-hmm. i was like dude this is so good right i thought it was just like really well done 100 percent. like it's so good it built you up mm-hmm. it went from the ground yeah i felt emotionally moved oh yeah like i felt like i was on like part of that ride mm-hmm. definitely i mean not to say that anime and other mediums don't have that like on zimmer is a mind-blowing composer Mm -hmm. like he really knows how to do it but i wish shows like american shows and stuff like that really focus on doing more of that yeah movies like they they have to that's like a part of their budget where they need to make the music really right i think like some movies don't do good enough job doing yeah for sure i feel like if your movie doesn't have hans zimmer (laughs) it's not gonna (laughs) be great great. um yeah, so going back to who the composer is for The Great Pretender, Yutaka Yamada. Okay. Makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. He's a genius. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, you need to watch this show. It's so yeah. crazy. Yeah. And like the thing with the art, too, is it's very jazz-like mm-hmm. in the sense of when you see the background, it's so... Not abstract, but it's very, like out of the lines yeah kind of kind of way like the colors are out of the lines of the drawings mm-hmm. of like like the mountains or sky yeah and that's exactly how jazz is it's just it's very um what's the word i'm looking for it could be a lot of improv yeah right or it could be freestyle and stuff mm-hmm. like that that's exactly what it feels like nice. yeah it's so good Ugh. i can't recommend it enough <laughs> it's really amazing i wasn't expecting it to be mm-hmm. I thought it, the art would just kind of take away from everything else because yeah. it was really nice. But as soon as you hear the opening song, you know what you're getting into. And then the end... <laughs> the, the, sh- I know, it's okay. He's looking at us like... Please. Um, the ending song is actually a Freddie Mercury song. Oh, nice. Which the title's based off of. So it's The Great Pretender. Okay. But it's funny because the... The ending animation, they remade his music video of mm-hmm. it using cats. Oh, nice. It's so good. It's really, really nice. good. Nice. And it's just one of those animes, again, where you, I mean, you can skip the opening and ending. Yeah. But you're almost inclined to always listen through the whole thing because mm-hmm. it's so good. Yeah. But, I mean, it's really important for anime to have that. Yeah. Otherwise, like I said before in uh, episode three, I'll lose interest quick. Yeah, right. Even even if like even the show is like really good, if it may, if the song doesn't set me up, there might be a chance I might miss out on a good. <laughs> yeah, anime. or maybe not just like miss out on it. I'll be so just whatever watching yeah. it, and then after the episode ends, mm-hmm. I'll think I'll finish it later. Mm-hmm. Right, like it really needs to put me in the mood. Yeah. And then once it gets to that part, like it, it gets me to watch the episode. Then like the background music will help also, like especially with rom coms, like they need to have the right music mm-hmm. to set you in the lovey dovey mood. Yeah, because it feels like rock music when it comes to like confession. Like that would be so weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, what is your take though on like animes where like they have like a really, it's really Japan poppy mm-hmm. like style like opening right does that like turn you off even though like the anime could be like really good it depends on the song really if it's like if i know it's like it's like one of those like super... really kawaii like yeah, 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 yeah like super overly not really techno but i know what you're talking about like mm-hmm. like high-pitched songs yeah. or sounds or whatever mm-hmm. It can turn me off, definitely. But I try to power through it. But I'm pretty sure those are series that I like had to revisit. Okay. Because I stopped watching mm-hmm. it. Um, if I had an opinion, I would rather not have that kind of opening, for yeah. sure. For me, openings are more important than endings. Ending songs. Oh, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because okay. I, don't, I don't go... I don't look at an anime, it's like, oh, I can't wait to see what the ending is going to be like. True. You know, it's always about the opening, because the opening, like you said, the opening sets up for when mm-hmm. the anime's going to be, or mm-hmm. what it could be. Yeah, yeah, for sure. 
But if it has a banging ending, oh, you got me. <laughs> there have been some anime, anime that weren't, like, amazing. Mm-hmm. But their opening and or ending was amazing. Yeah. And I'd just watch it. Just for the opening. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm trying to think of one that was like that. What had a really good... I know I had had one in my mind, but I just forgot what it was. I'll have to remember it later. But has there ever been an opening that, like, was just okay, but then because you like the series, the more you watch it, the more you actually like the opening? Um... Because I think I've talked about mine before, but... I mean, like I mentioned before, Azekin took me like three ep- three episodes to actually get behind it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, the opening? Mm-hmm, the opening. Oh, yeah, because it's very, like, poppy. Mm-hmm. Oh, poppy and, like... It was, it was, like, different. It was, like... It wasn't, like... I wouldn't want to say trolly or meme-y. Mm-hmm. Oh, the, I guess the music video was, or the opening yeah. video was. Like, the vocals aren't, like, Japanese kawaii pop but it was pop but it was pop it was it was pop yeah i think like the sound of her the singer's voice was very different mm-hmm. right not, not, it was not, like not, a lower not, 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 yeah not, mm-hmm. not, not, not. i could see that i could see where like it really had to grow on you right because mm-hmm. i think that would be a good example for me too because i was like iffy the beginning was great like yeah, easy breezy yeah, yeah. whatever and then when the, the core like the first lyric came out i was like oh <laughs> but after after a while i was like man this song's awesome yeah this song's a bop i love that song yeah, yeah. that's true that's a good that's a good example for me i mean i've you guys have probably heard it heard about this multiple times but freaking fire force's second <laughs> opening yes. by cold rain oh that song like, slaps <laughs> it's just, i laugh about it every time i talk with you you're like what are you talking? Did you listen to yeah, the safe song? The first reaction was just like, <laughs> "You're are you like kidding me? You're like kind of pissed. You're like, like, what? Do I even know you? <laughs> Yo, did you just have a bad oh day god. or something? Oh my god, you know it'd be really funny. You should do. You should do the first take. <laughs> May take. Dude, I'll do it. That song is awesome. The song's in English too, so she. That's true. Have a that's true. Okay, I'll try it. I'll try it next time. <laughs> Oh, that's another thing that we should do, like, every episode now is, like, some kind of, like, funny... Funny bit? Yeah, like a funny bit. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, I really enjoyed, I really enjoyed doing that, uh... The confession. Our confession thing. Oh, yeah. That yeah, was super that fun. That was so... Um, but yeah, that song, when it opened up with, um, the, the radio talk, mm-hmm. I was like, what the heck, man? This is whack. And I think, like, <laughs> I would get to, like, the opening note, I'm just like, Alright, I'm just skipping because I want to watch. <laughs> but then when you're like, you gotta listen to it. What do you like, mean? What? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Dude, that song got me so hyped from the first moment I heard it because like, I don't know, like the radio chatter for me was like so cool. It was like, yeah. I, I never heard this in any like mm, other type of anime, mm. right? Like it fit the theme it because it was the firefighters. Yeah, and it fit the theme. It, it just felt like like, I was listening into their, like, comms, like, through, through the radio, mm-hmm. and then, like, you see, I'm, I think if I remember right, the opening sequence was, like, the radio chatter, and then you see the, uh, the fire truck, their, yeah. their fire truck just yep. come rushing, mm-hmm. and I was like, It was, like, in a tunnel, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, dude, let's go, yeah, and then yeah, it yeah. hits you with the subtle, like, guitar intro, and then, and then it just hits you with the main song, and you're just like, dude, let's go. I was like, at first, I was like, Yo, this sounds like just full on English. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. what? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So I can't talk about like if it were talking about music, I'll talk about them. But yeah, that song for me was like, I'm an idiot for not liking <laughs> that song because the song is a banger. And it's good. funny, yeah, it's funny we mentioned that now because when we were talking about uh, "Survive Said the Prophet," when it came to like the screamo parts, mm-hmm. I was like, man. Like that brings me back to like the the bands that or like uh the heavy metal bands yeah. that do that a lot. And then I revisited uh Mayday mm-hmm. and I got I dove deep into Cold Rain and who they are and then what like what they do. And I didn't know he's actually half. Yeah, he's half. I was surprised amazing. too when yeah. I learned that. And I, I like 
searched everywhere on YouTube. Like I've watched like every interview he's done. Yeah. In English and in Japanese, I was like, my mind is blown. He's yeah. so good. He's like you wouldn't. I would have never guessed. Like if he spoke to me face to face, I would have never known he was like Japanese. Yeah. I, mean, I, I would have known the he, hair like, color. Too. Yeah. I would have known he's like some mix of like Asian. Yeah. But like I would have never guessed he was like Japanese. Yeah. And then um, man, what's his name? Um. Uh, what is his name? From where? Masato. That's, mm, that's, yeah, the, mm-hmm. that's the main singer's yeah. name. Um, as soon as I started listening to, or, like, diving into, like, their background, yeah. I started getting into, like, the metalcore, <laughs> like, music and, like, the bands and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I researched Rio, who's part Rio's of um, Super, Crystal Lake. Crystal Lake. I started watching their concert videos. Mm-hmm. They're so good. They are amazing. amazing. One specifically was they were at, I forgot which festival it was. It was in Spain. And you just see a crowd of like hundreds and hundreds of people. Mm-hmm. They get on, they're all like, oh, yeah, Crystal, hey, Crystal, yeah. hey, I love you. He's actually really good at speaking English, too. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. But he's, like, full-on Japanese. Yeah, it's crazy that, you know, like, when you think Japanese, like, of course they learn English, but, like, but then there's, like, these musical artists that learn English. Mm-hmm. Or, like, in, in the case of uh, Coleraine, like, he's already passed, so he already, like, goes. Mm-hmm. Like, another example for me would be, like, uh, One OK Rock. Yes, One OK Rock, like, yeah. if you listen to their early songs, like, you could tell that, like, his... His pronunciation of like English words weren't they were they were your stereotypical like oh he's Asian like mm-hmm. he he can't pronounce his L's with his R's right but now if you listen to him now like he almost sounds like a fluent like American yeah yeah it's crazy so wild like Rio it, it's so funny watching his interviews and then you you see him performing the songs and like the lyrics are like so bad <laughs> not bad in the sense like they're terribly written yeah. They stay true to like metalcore where yeah, they yeah. talk about like death, hell. Yeah, yeah. Like they talk about like, you know, uh crucified Jesus Christ, whatever, blah blah. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Oh, shit. And you're like, oh, whoa, okay. <laughs> but his screamo voice is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And I watch videos of, of American artists reacting to him. They're like, yo, why isn't this guy more popular in the West? Because mm-hmm. he kills it. Yeah. That band kills it. I was like, oh. They know how we feel. We love anime music, exactly. but like Japanese uh, artists in general. Yeah, they're like, dude, these guys are phenomenal. Yeah, I think there was one where I saw um, he reacted to one of One OK Rock songs, and he was like, dude, I like, I love his vocals. Like, I love the passion that that he puts in the songs, and it's like, dude, I feel like we don't get that enough here anymore with our songs. It's very, like, just... It's very mainstream. It's very you wanna, just... You want to make it popular. Mm-hmm. It's never... I don't... I mean, there are some artists, I'll say, that you could tell, like, they're very passionate about them. Yeah. But it's not a lot. It's just, like, I need to pump out new music. Yep. And mm-hmm. people are just going to buy it anyway. Yeah. And people are considered great because it's popular. Mm-hmm. I mean, sure, whatever. Yeah. You have to make it popular, but... Yeah, I mean, like, like we'll always say this. Japanese artists are different. Mm-hmm. They're very poetic in any, like, yeah. art form that they do, which is crazy. But, like, watching Ryo, he's, like, super humble. He speaks, uh, like, English really well. Yeah. Even his other bandmates, like, they speak pretty good English. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was really funny watching them outside of, like, their music. They're really, really cool. Um, and also, speaking of Survivor of the Prophet, what's his name, the main singer? Uh, Yosh. Yosh? He's fluent in English! Yeah, I know. It's insane! It's crazy. So crazy hearing them, like, speak, like, our native... Mm-hmm. Well, not our native, but, like, American and stuff like that. It's, like, so... It is... Speaking of, like, how Japanese people are so passionate about their music, like, him specifically, they were doing an interview with him. They were like, oh, yeah, so what have you been doing, like, you know, during the pandemic and stuff like that? He's like, music. Like, what else am I going to do? Yeah. Like, what else do I want to do? Nothing. I was like, dude, you are about it. Mm-hmm. And he wrote, or he, he, I don't know if he wrote, but Final Fantasy VII, the remake. Okay. He did the ending song with uh, uh, Nobuo Uematsu. Yeah. 
the the main composer for for Final Fantasy, like okay. the guy. Mm-hmm. He handpicked him to sing the song. Nice. And it is goosebumps. Nice. Even though it's in English, you're just like, oh, it's so good. Like it makes people cry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, Japanese people are just yeah, different. He's man. so talented. Just super talented. And like Aimer, like I, she's been around for a little she's bit. She's been right? a while. Like I think I want to say her official debut was like 2010. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Her music is like her voice is very very unique. Well, this is what like I love the thing about also Japanese music is like is people that like also speak like the English language as well. And and this guy mentioned it too when he was like reviewing, um, One Okay Rock. He was like, he loves that the the stylistic flow of like switching it up from like Japanese to English. Mm-hmm. It's like it seems so natural, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You can't get there here. Like yeah, all our songs yeah. are just like strictly English, mm-hmm. or like if you listen to Spanish music, it's just strictly Spanish. Mm-hmm. You don't get two different languages put into like one. Not song. a lot. Not a lot. I mean, the American artists don't. And do. and you make it work. That's crazy. Like it actually fits in mm-hmm. with their music. Oh yeah. Like, it doesn't disrupt the feel or flow of, like, the song. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, Japanese music will... It'll just never... It'll never disappoint. Mm-hmm. Same. Ever. Same. Like, I don't know what it is. Maybe you can call me a weeb whatever because we watch anim- or anime and stuff like that. I feel like listening... Well, if you didn't watch anime but you listen to Japanese music, I don't think that makes you a weeb. I mean, I'm just saying, like, people who know me. Oh, okay, yeah. They okay. can say, oh, you're passionate because you watch anime. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the music okay. that you listen to is from anime. Mm-hmm. But then when you scope out of anime and listen to them as, like, their, like, entity, mm-hmm. like, the artist, yeah. outside of where yeah. they put their opening or ending songs, like, it opens up a whole new mm-hmm. world. Kind of like, I guess, kind of how everyone loves K-pop and bts now i mean they're great people yeah as artists and people they're amazing and what they're doing right now is incredible yeah which is really awesome but at the same time like there's also japanese music please i know please because it's so amazing like it's really amazing k-pop though is like it's very i think we mentioned this before it's like it's really western it is very western it's like sure i don't know i don't know how to put in a word it's kind of like the way they go about their production, mm-hmm. their their song. I mean, they style. consult a lot of Western, mm-hmm. uh, I guess, artists when it, either dancing or. It's like it's like nineties like boy bands on drugs. Yeah. Pretty much. At the same is. with like the female artists too, mm-hmm. right? But, I mean, we don't want the army to co- to to no, come at us. No, no, we no. like BTS. <laughs> okay, they're they're awesome people in general. Uh, and their music's great. like their lyrics are actually really good, mm-hmm. and they can speak English. Like they're really right. good too, um, and they've done Japanese music too or Japanese lyrics. Yeah, because I had so. to find that CD for it. <laughs> Dude, that took forever. Oh my god, we, we went through so many places. We, went, and we like finally found. We went to so many Tsutayas, mm-hmm. so many um, Tower Records. Tower Records. Oh my gosh. Um, man, like. The way that everyone in the West gives K-pop a chance, outside of like the anime demographic, people need to listen to Japanese music. Mm-hmm. Man. It's it's a whole different. Thing. Yeah, it's not just pop music. It's not. It's not just, like I think when people think Japanese music, they automatically think the kawaii it's, songs. It's connected to anime, and it's one of those like, yeah, like really poppy, like high, like fast, like high, like. Super up tempo mm-hmm. techno music with a very with a flashy, cute girl scene. Yeah, for sure. I think that's their first mindset. No, you gotta listen to J Rock. J Rock all the way. All the way. Mm-hmm. Man. It just. I wish Jacob could be here to talk about it too because he'll definitely feel the same. <laughs> We'd be here for another three yeah. hours. Yeah, another three hours. But. Yeah, I mean, I guess if we're gonna. Highlight one artist that we think is fulfills or fulfills, like checks all the boxes when it comes to that. Amer is definitely, <laughs> Amer is definitely up there. She oh, yeah. is incredible. She's amazing. I love her so much. Yeah. 
Like her music. Her voice. Her voice. Okay, first off, just her voice. Her voice. I didn't hear her music before, I guess, whatever happened to her voice before. Me, yeah, I same. Think, I think someone said that, like, her voice actually changed for the better. Yes. Yeah, like, so, it got a little bit more, yeah, like, full. So, from what I understood was, when she was, like, younger, she was, like, in her teens, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, she overused her voice, so she, like, she pretty much lost her like, voice. shot it. Mm-hmm. And so she went through... I don't know, what did they do? Like, silent, silent therapy, silent therapy or something work. like mm-hmm. that? Silent yeah. treatment? And so she did that, and it almost seemed like she was never going to get, like, her voice back. I think they did it for, like, a year plus, maybe? So, I don't know. I, 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 I think I read it somewhere, but I don't remember. It was yeah. a long time. It's, it's crazy, like, dude, like, how do you lose, like, you lose voice? I mean, she'll probably get it, she'll probably gotten something back, but not to the extent of, I guess, what it used to be. I don't know right. how, like, losing your voice i'm sure it changes yeah for sure like I, like if you like tear like like your like voice ligament or whatever yeah i'm not a doctor yeah i'm not a know. doctor either like i don't know how because i know that I, I know like some some saves have lost their voices as well so mm-hmm. i don't know how that works but yeah so apparently she went through like um the, like silence silence therapy or mm-hmm, something mm-hmm. like that and um i think for her like this didn't set her back like she always still wanted to keep singing and so she did, but now, like, the voice that she got... I, I, I haven't heard her voice prior, pre, yeah. pre-silent treatment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but the voice we get now is just this beautiful, like, sort of husky voice. Husky, like, full, like, deep. Not deep. It's, like, not, like, yeah, it's not, like, manly deep, but, like, for a female voice. It has, like, this, like... It punches you, mm-hmm. like, boom, right here. Yeah. And it's like, I feel like whatever sh- she had, or her, like, her her vocal strain, I guess, mm-hmm. originally, I feel like that was just, like, a blessing in disguise, because we, we are now, like, graced on her, yeah. like... And I'm pretty sure at one point when she was getting treated or whatever the accident happened, they were telling her that she probably will never sing again. Yeah. Which is so crazy. It's crazy. But she's, like, so, she was so passionate about music in general yeah because i think she, she got to that yeah point. she grew up i believe in a like a music, a music family, family? Yeah. yeah okay that's so crazy like i can't imagine like myself like losing it. i've lost my voice screaming for like maybe, but that's like 30 no yeah no that's, that's different. different that's what i'm saying though it's like you lose your voice because it's tired not because you rupture or like something. you're like just when, you, when we video games like just yelling <laughs> just yelling at people right yeah. and you just lose it for like the rest of the day. Maybe the yeah, day, you know. yeah. Or if you get sick, you kind of, like, lose your voice because mm-hmm. you it's, like, tired or whatever. Yeah, but I can't imagine, like, actually, like, probably damaging your, your vocal cords or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Because you're, like, so into, like, bettering yourself mm-hmm. or, you know, just your craft in general yeah. singing. I can't imagine. And the fact that she was like, forget this, I'm going to keep singing. Like, yeah. I'm not going to stop. It's amazing. That's- I'm so glad she didn't stop, or, the, or she actually permanently lost her voice. Mm-hmm. Cause her music, and what I love so about her good. too is like before, like she would never, like a lot, a lot of her uh, oh. cover albums mm-hmm. were just like they were never, they never included a picture of like herself, her, yeah. like a self portrait of herself. Mm-hmm. It was always like something image, like some sort of like imagery, and she only did that because she always wanted people to appreciate her voice and the song more than her appearance. The image of herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, right, right. But now, nowadays, like, I've seen, like, a couple of YouTube videos where she's starting to, like, kind of come out of her shell and mm-hmm. you kind of see mm-hmm. her and you're like, yeah, 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 yes. I think there was also a point where she felt like she didn't like how she looked. That's why, that's, that's the reason why she, she wanted to focus more on mm. having people... Oh, her. so people aren't, like, looking at her like, oh, that's you? Yeah. That doesn't match the voice kind mm-hmm. of thing? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But now, it's but like, now, yeah, she's like really coming out of her shell. Like I've seen a couple videos where, like, she, and she does not look bad at all. I don't know. No, what she's yeah, about. what? She's a very, very pretty lady. Mm-hmm. She's also like around your age. I think she's like thirty. <laughs> so, uh, Emerson, if you. Funny guys. Funny guys. You have to like write her a song. Oh, what a good tie-in. That's uh, like what a good tie-in from last. So, yeah um, um 
but yeah also speaking of um you know how we're uh english speaking for, for japanese artists yeah so apparently uh she wanted to learn starting uh start learning english because she was actually uh into avril lavigne at the time Ooh. so she wanted to like stylistically kind of make songs like avril lavigne and then she wanted to learn english. Mm. yeah i mean we talk about these japanese artists but a lot of the times their influences come from the west because the west western music is super popular mm-hmm. right but they never emulate their idols they always just have their own thing and it's leaps and bounds. Yeah, it's like it's weird because like sometimes when you look at artists here, it's like, oh, you know, I like to try to be like such and such I, uh, singer or like mm-hmm. a lot of people like, oh, I, I draw my inspiration and I want to stylistically do like Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. But in Japan, it's like, OK, I can say that, you know, I like for her, like, oh, Avril Lavigne, but like. stylistically it's like it's her own thing yeah it's she doesn't sound anything like the music the lyrics Mm -hmm. all of it doesn't sound like her um well fun fact about aimer if i'm even pronouncing that name right yeah so apparently i I like i like i like saying imer imer but apparently the pronunciation is emma like emma emma Emma, like think of like jetem oh yeah well i was gonna say fun fact it actually means uh love or to love in french yeah Oh, so we're pronouncing wrong. <laughs> but I just like it's. I just like. I feel like Imer. Imer. So Imer's nice. I like Imer. Imer's not nice. <laughs> Imer. Yeah, I like Imer, but it's so weird pronouncing her name as Emma. Emma. Like like Je T'aime. Because mm. I feel like I can't say that unless I say say Je T'aime. Je t'aime. Je ne sais quoi. Voulez-vous? Je ne sais quoi. vous français? Oh, no. Yeah. So yeah, she's. Yeah, she's considered J-pop jazz. Pop rock. Mm-hmm. Spark again freaking slaps yeah. so hard in the face. That's like the one song as soon as you hear that note in Fire Forest, goosebumps, dude. I'm telling you, a lot of songs in America or almost anywhere else doesn't give me goosebumps. Almost 80% of the time, like or 80% of the time, Japanese music gives me goosebumps yeah it's like songs here like they could be good but like sometimes i don't get chill i don't get the chill i don't get the chill there it's it's few and far between that uh like english or american artists do that mm-hmm. like i can name a few like snow allegra is oh i could listen to her all day she's amazing mm-hmm. like her like artists like that where i know like she's really like about the music mm-hmm. and the lyrics but japanese people like they um Almost always give me the chills. It's like I can't even if it's like hardcore rock. Yeah, it's like oh, I can't shit. think of like any Western songs where it's like as soon as it plays, like if you're listening to the radio or it's mm-hmm. like you know through through any like medium, Apple Music, Spotify, whatever. You're like oh, it's like here we go. It's like the song will play, but like oh okay, yeah, that's a good. This is a good song. Yeah, it'll get you going. Like it'll get yeah. you going. Mm-hmm. Your your head bobbing. Yeah, like, you're like okay, like I could, I could I could I could I could vibe. Yeah, but it doesn't hit me like like. Japanese songs like Mukanjo or or you know Spark again, you know, because as soon as you see as soon as you hear that guitar riff from Mukanjo, you're like, all right, let's go. I'm already getting goosebumps <laughs> thinking about the opening guitar, mm-hmm. and I'm not even listening to it right now. <laughs> yeah. That's that's how it's crazy that song good. is. That's yeah. up there. Japanese music is different, man. It's just, it's we're different. not just being biased. I mean, we're, yeah, obviously. <laughs> But I'm telling but it, you, it's different. It's different. I mean, I guess people will never get it because of like the lyrics and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But uh, this, so this is like, good thing you mentioned that because like I remember when I, I used to listen to it sometimes in the car and we're, the whole family's in there. It's so, like my mom and dad, Aaron, mm-hmm. and then my dad would be like, "Why are you listening to like Japanese music or like why are you listening to this music? Like you don't understand what they're saying." And I'm like, you know, sometimes it's not about understanding; it's all about the feel. Yeah. The same thing with like people who listen to BTS or any K-pop or whatever, even like Spanish music. I'm starting to get more into Spanish music. Like, have you never been into Spanish music? I mean, not like a lot. Mm -hmm. I guess because I never really sought it out, or I never had friends who listened to a lot of it. Like J Balvin, like uh, Bad uh, Bad Bunny, and they're awesome. I have a Spanish. (laughs) That's so awesome. Like I'm so I'm like even even like before Japanese music mm-hmm. like really took me over mm-hmm. I was like really into like Spanish mm-hmm. I love Spanish 
Man. It gives you that vibe. Like, yeah, it go, really does, like, though, right? I want to go to Spain. Yeah. I want right. to go to, like, Brazil or whatever, mm-hmm, you know? I think it's because it's so culturally rooted. Mm-hmm. Same with Japanese. Yeah. Where it makes you feel like you're there. Yeah. Or you're part of their, you know, just whatever, their world. In America, there's such a melting pot. The only, excuse me, the only other, like, I guess, genre or genres that made me feel like, oh, I'm at home, is, like, <laughs> the, the emo rock okay. or whatever, like, yeah, the yeah. rock from when I was, like, in high school, the yeah, rock music. Like early 2000s. Or, or just hip-hop. Mm-hmm. Like, it instantly brings me to, like, wherever they're from. Like, I feel like, okay, yeah, that's, that's America right there, hip-hop, for sure. So you started, just started delving into, like, fantasy. Not really delving, but I'm just, like, because I know J Balvin and, and Bad Bunny, they're really popular. Mm-hmm. And when I was in New York, a lot of my coworkers would listen to them. So like, okay, why not? Like, how much, how much Spanish artists? Is... You mean like the not the typical Enrique, or uh, aside from like Enrique, or... not a lot. I'll have to show you. Some yeah, artists. please do. Just I can because, like can... you said, Spanish music makes you feel that yeah. way. I can introduce. yeah but you know that just i feel like that goes into what we're talking about where everything outside of the western music Mm -hmm. or america north america songs music that come from different countries just hit different Mm -hmm. man even if you don't understand yeah like i don't know what it is i really don't although although i will say that uh, I did take like two years of Spanish, oh. so like so I start picking up on some of the words in like some of the Spanish songs. I'm like, oh, okay, like... that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. So. Music from Japan. Out, please start. <laughs> well, I guess whoever is listening to it, mm-hmm. to our our podcast, I feel like you probably understand what we're talking about. <clears throat> um, whoever isn't, I would suggest to give it a try start anywhere really mm-hmm. and since don't, okay so don't start with the crazy like upbeat techno pop yeah no 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 like uh um like feet not all female artists but the ones that always sound like super kawaii mm-hmm. or just like cringe very flashy very flashy and very like arm movementy mm-hmm. you gotta listen to the ones that are like j-rock mm-hmm. maybe even j-pop because they're not too like mm-hmm. crazy about yeah. it but I guess since we're highlighting, start with Aimer. Yeah, since Aima. yeah, so since it's like we're gonna start doing this, like hopefully we can like introduce you all to more more artists, varying artists, mm-hmm. different different Japanese. I think genres. we should. And Spotify now is slowly starting to add those artists, which is yeah. amazing. Mm-hmm. Three years ago, you would never find any of these. Mm-hmm. You'd find covers of like anime songs. I'm just like, oh, this is whack. terrible. <laughs> Although there's some good ones. But yeah, start, start with start with Aimer, A I M E R. So Aimer. That's why I say Aimer. This is the English pronunciation, I guess. I say Aimer, 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 Aimer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Aimer sounds better, way cooler. Um, um but yeah, so they, yeah, so check her out. And um, speaking of Aimer, uh, the Fathom Events is going to be doing um. A special feature of the first two Fate Grand or Fate Grand, a Fate Stay movies that came out on the fourteenth of November. I believe tickets go on sale sixteenth of this month. So next Saturday. Yes. So if you're here in the U.S., I don't know when this episode will come out. Anyway. Um. Yeah. Well, it's it it's not. It's actually not that long. It's about an hour ish. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. So uh, whenever this comes out, hopefully before the sixteenth. Uh, if you're in the U.S. I think I'll do it Monday. Take a look out for uh, tickets to see a double feature uh, from Fathom Events for the two Fate Stay movies that came out. And then look forward to, on the 18th of November, uh, the third movie that's going to come out. Uh, the Fate Stay movies features Aimer as, as their feature artist. And I will say that her songs are like really good. I don't think she's missed one. Dude, like, I think it was the second movie, Haru, Haru Hayuku. Mm-hmm. It's so good, and I see. I like. I don't know if Fathom Events will have one here, and I don't know how like how theaters are gonna do it because like the whole COVID thing. But yeah. like, dude, I would love to 
go watch. I will go with you. I will drive to you and we'll watch. I would love to go watch. And and it's on the 14th on my birthday, the double feature. Yes, sir. And then the movie comes, the third installment comes out on the 18th. I would watch that too. Wow, what a birthday week. Right? (laughs) Just bam, 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 bam. I think it's, I want to say the 14th is on a Saturday. Yeah, and then the 18th is like on a Wednesday. So like watching a double feature on Saturday and then watching the new movie that comes out on a Wednesday. I was like, dude, like, I would totally go watch, but I don't want to go by myself. <laughs> <laughs> but the issue is, yeah, like I said, like, movie theaters and the whole COVID thing, I don't know if they'll have a screening somewhere here. Dude, was, all like, the Regals are shutting down. Yeah, I saw. Crazy. All 500 whatever. Crazy. So the one near our house, it's too, gone. is gone. So sad. Uh, yeah, it's crazy, too, because a lot of the theaters are starting to do, like, anime features or whatever. In yeah, I know. Theaters. I know some have done anime features in the past, but mm-hmm. it's nice to see that they're doing a lot more now, like actual like anime like series mm-hmm. stuff, which is really cool. I would I, like. I would just love to see the Fate Stay movies in theaters because watching it on the computer, it was good. But like, I want to get that nice surround Boom. sound. Oh man! And if we do get to watch it, you would love the uh, the scene, uh, the fight sequence between. Um, Heracles, the Berserker Her- Heracles, mm-hmm. and uh, Saber, Saber Altar. Uh, Arthur Pendragon. Is that the blue armor or the red armor? It's, uh, so Saber Altar, the blue armor, Saber. Oh yeah, is, that's her like regular. Yeah, that's her regular. So uh, Arturia Pendragon, so based off of the King Arthur legend, mm-hmm. that's her. Yeah. But in the movie, she becomes a Saber because she gets affected by like evil like, right. something, something. So mm-hmm. she becomes a Saber Altar. Mm. So if she becomes like the the dark black, the black with like purple trim and Ooh. stuff. She's like a dark. She's a dark saber. The yeah. fight sequence between her and uh, Heracles, the Berserker. Oh my <laughs> god! It, it was so good. Like you, I'm telling you, UFO table, UFO table, man. Dude, they get everything right. They really do. Like I would love to just like show you on YouTube. <laughs> Might as well, so right? Good. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. I mean, there you have it. If you if you haven't realized that we're all about the music, <laughs> I don't know what you're listening to. Uh, I mean, hopefully other people will agree with us. Probably some don't. I mean, it's whatever. But the Your music matters. Yeah, but the music is so 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 mm-hmm. important in anime. I feel like it really makes or breaks. Yep. Like the acting can be great, the animation can be great. Sometimes it can even be crap. It doesn't matter. But if the music doesn't grab you in like whatever scene or whatever, it just won't hold. What if you have like a really crappy CG anime, but like really good opening sequence? I will watch like, it. You'd still watch it. I would still watch it. I think I'd probably just watch the opening, the opening and then, and then like, I'm just done. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess it depends on like how bad it. Like is. it's really bad CG. Like super it's crappy cell shading. With anime. I mean, I'm sure there are songs that I listen to that I've never watched the anime of because, I guess, whatever, mm. for whatever reason. I just don't, I can't recall any off the, off the top of my head. But, I mean, one anime that, like, I've, I've mentioned before is Ping Pong, the animation. Okay, yeah. Animation's terrible. Like, it's <laughs> so, it's, it's bad not because it's drawn poorly, it's purposefully drawn bad. Yeah. I guess just to give a different sense of, like, well, to to stray away from, like, the typical, you know, like, really nicely mm-hmm. uh, shined, animated, yeah. whatever. Like, it, you, you watch it, you're like, what are you watching? This is terrible. <laughs> yeah. But the music's on point. It's not amazing, amazing, yeah. but it's like, it, the music helps me stay yeah. with the show. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I will end it there, but. We will end it with Spark again mm-hmm. by Eimer. Eimer. To love. Yeah, so yeah. thanks everybody for listening again. If you haven't already, we talked about music before in episode three, so if you haven't, checked that out. I think that's like the second most popular episode that we have. After the first episode. After the first episode. But yeah, so if you if you want to hear more about 
our take on, on music and anime or just music in general. Uh, yeah, check out episode three. We had our very first special guest, Jacob, on the show. Mm-hmm. That was fun. We'll definitely have to bring him back if we ever talk about music again. Because mm-hmm. he has a lot of good insights on yeah, and how it impacts anime or just the art in general. Yeah, um, yeah definitely check that episode out. And also, if you have any artists in mind that you would like for us to highlight. Or check out. Or check out. Be sure to throw us a DM or comment on my on Twitter, Twitter page. On our Twitter page. <laughs> Bakajibaka underscore pod. Twitter. Please. Please. Or if you, if you want to comment in, in uh, Anchor, send like a voice message like that one person Like did. Camille. Please. Please. We, we would humbly accept <laughs> any suggestion. But yeah, without further ado, this is Spark Again by Aimer. Timer. <laughs> Shut up, no, 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 no